Welcome to the 20 Podcast. After the club stories and before the club music prep with everything in between. I'm your host, DJ Spider. DJ Spider! Oh yeah, that is right, people. It's the 20 Podcast. The 20 Podcast is a weekly discussion about new releases, DJ experiences, and interviews with amazing people in the music industry, such as our special guest today okay i will tell you who he is in a minute but right now i gotta tell you that the 20 podcast is brought to you by beat source give it up for beat source thank you so much <sighs> beat source is the new digital music service for open format djs if you have not been on the website yet make sure you go explore all the amazing music and curated playlists on beatsource.com we will be going over some songs from the 20 playlist today and in the studio I've got somebody, an amazing open format DJ, an amazing scratch DJ, an amazing person. We're going to get all into his life. He's got good taste in everything from, I think, coffee to clothes to cars to music to things we're going to find out. DJ XL, give it up for DJ XL, everybody. That was an amazing uh, intro for me, (laughs) Spider-Man. Well, it's the Thank truth. Thank you. That was very kind. And I don't even yeah. know that much about you. No, nah, I mean, you were I... pretty spot spot on. But we'll, we'll make sure we iron out all the creases. Okay, the okay. Yeah. We, we got to find out the truth. But I feel like, you know, you... Uh you're, you're 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 based on your taste, you know, that you put out into the world. You've got very good taste. Thank you, man. Okay, yeah, I, yeah. I see you talk about feeling is coffee. mutual. Yes. Yeah, oh, yeah. thank you. Yeah. But you're very like. I mean, you got crazy ill clothing pieces that are specialized Thank you, and man. motorcycles from 1948 yeah. i'm finding yeah, out yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh you know I, I i think it just it, it's a part of my life it's been a part of my life since i was younger i've always had a heavy opinion on music and a heavy opinion on just like fashion and everything right. that's embodied in my life and what i enjoy and stuff like that and it just uh now with social media you can share it with yeah everybody else yeah you know? totally and connect with other people yeah. that are into that yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. i think that taps into the dj culture like 100 from the where we come from with the record collections and trying to find yes. the special records and what they came from and the samples and the appreciation for um, jazz and funk and all the music that's been sampled in hip hop and yeah. it, in the same way it can go back to vintage clothes, vintage right. motorcycles. Well, it, it's all about style, right? And yeah, you know, we do come from the same cloth in a sense that when you got into when you decided D- DJing was a thing that you really wanted to do, yeah. it was more than just playing records. It was everything. It was, oh yeah, you know, it was your style, the way that you dressed, and the way you chose music and you know, your, your, your sneakers and your crew that you hung out with the way that you picked a name, whether you did graffiti or you had another element of hip hop that you were involved in. Right. Yeah. So it was very carefully curated in the sense of who you were being spider, being XL or whoever the case is. That's true. And of course you don't lose that as you get older. Right. It, it you just keeps growing. Yeah. Right. So exactly. I was dapping you on the good champion hoodie that you <laughs> you were wearing. Thank you. you. Know what I Thank mean? you. All the YouTube viewers, you can check out our But I mean fits. it's something that we both grew up with, you know what I mean? So yeah. as much as style is constantly evolving, there's also, you know, dope things from our childhood that you still bring back around that you just, it just works. Right. Right. So, you know, it's, it's something I think everyone that wants to be a DJ should, 
pick up because everything matters at this this point. And I think there's more curiosity as who each one of us are as people than just what we're doing when we're behind the booth. You know what I mean? So uh, yeah, I think yeah. that's true. That's yeah. interesting. And th- I think as a quote unquote open format DJ or whatever the word is for it now, like. Yeah. It, it can be easy to lose yourself uh, within all of that, yeah. you know, because yeah. uh, even when Analyze was on here and she was saying how sometimes when people say, oh, just do you. And it's like, wait, what do I, you know, right. I, I'm used to doing a spot where it's like, this is all hip hop tonight right. or something, right. you know. So yeah. you it's good to find the things that you want to represent you and that you like. And, yeah, you know. there has to be something, you know, if everyone is sharing similar music yeah there has to be something that sets each one of us apart right yeah so that goes into personality and just all of the surroundings i think also you find inspiration in diving into those other worlds whether it be clothing or food or coffee or whatever the case totally. is. so it's like you want to be able to have all these experiences and it crafts who you are not just as an artist but as a person as you grow older in in this culture you yep. know what i mean so, yeah. yeah 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 well said well said Thanks, dope well um as we do on this podcast we go through songs from the 20 playlist yeah, which yeah. is a beat sources curated playlist for open format djs everywhere so we got yeah. you know latin songs we got dance songs we got afro beats you know this that all the newest stuff so Seeing as a bunch of new stuff came out today, we got a crazy list of stuff that I don't even think we've heard these songs yet. No, I've heard maybe a, a second yeah. of each one as you a were snipping. Yeah, exactly, we're going we got, through. Though. Yeah. So let's get into um, the twenty playlist. Let's go through some of the songs right now. This is the twenty with DJ Spider, presented by Beat Source. Oh yeah, presented by Beat Source. Thank you guys for picking these really dope songs. We hope they're dope. We're about to judge them. Yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> we'll, we'll try to say all nice things. Um, all right, so let's start off. There's uh, Drake and Future had an album, obviously, with a lot of hits, yeah. Jumpman, all yeah. that stuff. They just came out with a song, Surprise, out of nowhere this morning. Uh, it's called Life is Good. Let's see what this sounds like right here. Working on a weekend like usual Way off in the deep end like usual Niggas swear they passed us, they doing too much Haven't done my taxes, I'm too turned up Virgil got a paddock on my wrist going nuts I can already hear all the Instagram captions written off that <laughs> His uh, Rat Radar interview was really dope if you've I didn't listen to I saw a couple clips But uh it, it was, did there was seem pretty a, interesting. There's a segment where he just talks about writing and like the idea for him too, as he got better as a writer, was being able to write things that people would remember and then say back or things yeah. that would you know. I mean that he's the king of that. I yeah, think, in a way, right? I yeah. mean, yeah. I haven't done my taxes yet. I'm too turned up. <laughs> it's just putting those things together where you know. I mean, you can say almost anything in a rap song, and right. there's things that don't hold attention. He's very good at saying things that yeah. you're like, yo, I. No matter who you are, you kind of find exactly. a way to fit into the joint. Even so. the first line on there, he's like, yeah. working on the weekend. Yeah. I'm like, okay, that's DJ life yeah. right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I think this song goes like this, but then there's like a break. Let's see. Someone hit your block up, i tell you if it was us. Man, a house in Rosewood, this shit too plush. It's cool, man. Got red bottoms on. 
future sounds happen. Life is good. It's gonna be weird in the club. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm already rolling with it's this. Like that, it's like yeah. sicko mode, though. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure this this is this this is gonna go. Yeah. 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 I'm sure we play it tonight. People might not know it, but within a week. Well, it's funny too. Like, I feel like we come from a place too where you were buying records, so you always went to the record store before yeah. before the weekend to make sure you had all the new oh, stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. But dropping the record too soon, then we get upset because people ain't vibing off it the way you know that they will. I, I remember from from now. I remember know? like cr- when Crazy in Love came out, like Beyonce, and I remember uh, playing it and going, P- "Girls are gonna love this shit. It's gonna be so huge." And then people looking at me like, "What is this next song?" No, I would be doing so that mo- mad. Next song, and I'm and I'm like, "I just bought this on record. This is gonna be a big song. I know no. it. You know." Or- it's so mad. I saw. Uh, I saw Funk Flex come to Philly, and this is when uh, Jay Z do it again. Yeah, was just about to drop it. Had that weird beat. It was always yeah. like hard to figure out how you were going to drop it. And he played it and like pretty much cleared the club out. Oh my god! Three weeks later, it's the biggest record yeah. out there, and everybody wants to hear it. It's it's the most frustrating thing. I ever. know. Like I'm trying to put you on exactly to the new heat. I know. And y'all are standing there looking at me like you don't like it. And now you're the same person in a few weeks that's going to be sweating me to play it several times. And I guess sometimes it doesn't always go like because then I remember trying to play the Amory one thing record. Oh, my God. So good. This is going to be huge. And it never got as big as I wanted it to be. It was a big song, but it didn't hit the crazy in love status. I almost feel that a record like that gets a bigger reaction now. Oh, for sure. Than it did them because people are so stoked to hear something yeah. that they remember that when you drop it, people are surprised because you don't hear it that that uh, yeah. often, you know? Totally. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I heard, I saw people on Twitter saying like, oh, Amory obviously copied, you know, or no, uh, Beyonce copied that song. I'm like, I'm like, Crazy in Love came out before and it's the same producer. Yeah. <laughs> so. I don't I don't know who did what or whatever, but what she did for her record and what Rich yeah. Harrison did on the production yeah. Was really dope. Yeah, so dope. And I think they both helped each other out, right? Because now yeah. you have one record that sounds this way. You have another record to play. That you it can with. mix it with, right? Exactly. Right, right. She's still doing records too. Like she was on tour. I saw Active. Oh, a really? Good friend of mine. He yeah. was at a show with her. And I've always been a fan of hers. Like there's other records that I have of hers that I guess were not released where the beats are really dope, right? And her vocals are great. And the yeah, songs she's are dope. dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, amazing. All right, so yeah, obviously, good job, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think okay. that, that's that's that's, <laughs> that's, that's going to be that's going to be huge. Yeah. All right, there's uh, so Selena Gomez came out with I think a whole new album, um, and this song is called Rare. Um, I definitely I heard a little bit of it. The beat sounded pretty tight. The production. Let's uh, let's see what it sounds like right here. Selena Gomez. Baby, you've been so distant from me. Like some minimal indie rock band. And lately, don't even wanna call you baby. So it's getting older, on the Sounds like a good early night record. Something, you know, if you got yeah. the right crowd in front of you. Because the Very people pop. that ride, ride for her, they ride for her strong, yeah. you know? I don't know if it's an every right. club night record, but you Let's can definitely make it maybe, work. Maybe yeah. the chorus. It's a good. Also, like the I do a lot of events, like event kind of 
funky background bob your head it's a very safe song you don't gotta worry about yeah you know almost sounds like it could be a amy winehouse type beat it has that vibe to the beginning i don't know about this part it's like i'm 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 torn between amy winehouse and nelly furtado right 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 you know what i mean or even like charlie pooth or something it's like i mean i'm I'm, I'm not mad at it yeah i like the production sounds dope yeah yeah, exactly. I mean, this playlist is for all different types of DJs for different things. So it's like this could be uh there. There's a time and a place for each one of these records. You know. Yeah. I don't think you're going to play the Selena record and the Drake and Future record at at the same party. No. But maybe or maybe maybe same party at a different time. Yeah. But like, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, at those corporate parties, I'll play the weirdest set ever yeah. from one to another. Like, by the end of the night, I'm like, I can't believe I'm playing. Even Tuesday night in yeah, Vegas, yeah. I did a party for uh, at CES. Yeah. And the beginning of the night and the end of the night, the types of music were so different. It was yeah. insane. Yeah. But well, those, those crowds are great because, you know, you get walks of life from every place yeah that some people are up on music some people are not up on music you right. know you want to keep a very well balanced set yeah. being played you can't go too aggressive you know each way and you don't want to get too heady on people because it still needs to be somewhat yeah. familiar that's something you know? i struggle with a lot always yeah. thinking too much and trying to be too uh creative we all, we all we all go through that yeah man. yeah and how many people i mean like this party started out it was all guys i think literally 99 percent guys so i'm like okay i got a dj to them but still keep it fun you know then finally girls start coming and then i you know gotta get them moving but reading the crowd is is really a a a a tool that goes such a long way that really can't be taught i mean like no one can get in your brain you can explain to another person right you know this is what you're supposed to do but that's something you need years upon years of experience playing in front of different people yep. to kind of see, okay, I see they're vibing off of this. I'm going to play off of this and take me here. Yeah. You know? And uh, yeah, I mean, not many people learn that. <laughs> I know. Yeah. You know? Cause people are like, Oh, ask sometimes like, wh- you know, what, what makes a good DJ? And I'm like, I think the most well-rounded thing, yeah. you know, if you could read the crowd, yeah. if you could do, if you could scratch, but not scratch too much, if you could, you know, yeah. Pick the Knowing right song. just how to do enough without ruining the rhythm of what's going on. Exactly. In the, night. the two things that really stand out to me that I think separates uh, great from good. Yeah. Uh, being able to fix and cover up mistakes. Yes. Because everybody's going to make them. So yeah, being not, able to, yep. you know. And uh, just being able to read a room and know when to take a, a, a night someplace versus and not being afraid to lose lose the floor. You know yeah. what I mean? If you take a chance on something, that's the other thing. It. Take that risk, yeah. but then be ready to come back from it. Or like you said, if you make a mistake, don't let it throw you off. Right. Uh, right. You got to come back right. from it. You know what I mean? Because yeah. that was something I've struggled with, too, a lot uh, early in my DJ career would be getting thrown off by external things and then having a hard time coming back from it, you know, and like, there's so many things going on in a club night when you're playing that you really have to be ready to multitask through everything. And, uh, I mean, we've, I'm sure you have, as well as I have, have seen some of the wildest things happen. Some of the things that are just ridiculous that should not happen right but being able to keep everything going because you wind up being the one responsible when something goes wrong whether it's your fault oh, or yeah. not it's on you so yep. you got to be able to take that hit and 
still keep things moving without looking like for sure you're about to Im- Im- implode in the booth you know what i, I mean? know so, yeah that's yeah. the thing it's hard for me to like hide my emotions yeah. like i you know i'm like put that <laughs> poker face on. yeah exactly i'm like always oh, just like this is how i'm feeling you can see it on my face yo people like say it to me i'm like i don't know what are you talking about yeah. i'm like oh they totally see through they're me totally right reading now. you <laughs> oh well all right let's let's move into some dance music uh oliver heldens and mesto the song is called the goat all right the goats better be good i always dig his sound I love Oliver Heldon's sound. So if I see a bunch of records that I'm not familiar with and I see his name, I'm usually quick yep. to jump on one I'm of them. I'm going on it. He, yeah. He's funky. I think yeah. that's the thing of it. He yeah, wants yeah. everything to be funky and danceable. Now some old school rave sounds. You guys had a pretty big rave scene out here back back in the day. Yeah, that's like how I got into DJing, basically. Yeah. Going to Insomniac uh, in yeah. downtown LA. And I mean, we used to have, yeah, I mean, we had this party family and insomniac yeah. and and then all of them started you know nocturnal wonderland yeah and, and all we, had, we had a pretty solid rave scene in philly too right i'm sure so, right yeah, yeah i remember here let's hear this for a sec but yeah i'm, I'm cool i'm cool with this yeah it's kind of like his signature bass line. yeah doom, 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 doom. records like this are great because you can put acapellas of other records yeah. over this and now you have a whole nother tune that works you know yeah completely so, yeah this shit has a good bounce to it yeah so, and then go. skip through a little, man, little drum and bass type. <laughs> Every few years, a record like this pops back up into the scene where they, you know, they use those sounds. Yeah, and, yeah. you could definitely put acapella yeah. on that. Yeah, I'm, I'm all for it. Let's see what DJ Fashion does. <laughs> He's killing the edits. That's man. what I'm saying. He's yeah. every week coming out with some dope yeah, edit of something yeah. like that. Shout to Fashion. We got to get him on the show too. There's there's a few homies that make really good edits. You know, Fashion Joe, uh, yeah, Joe, Joe, Joe Maz, of course, and this other homie CRG out of Texas. Oh, really? Yo, his edits are killer. Damn, CRG, yeah. hook us yeah, up, man. Yeah, Send yeah, some yeah. stuff in. <laughs> yeah, I stay sweating him. I'm like, yo, what do you got, man? Because yeah. That's tight. His his his, his joints rock in the clubs. So, Amazing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, what I was saying about the rave scene was like yeah. I got to go like I think one of my first gigs ever in Philly was I like w- one of the ways I got into the traveling DJ world was like I won this contest. Right. It was like the rock star yeah, thing, right? Yeah. It was yeah. rock star energy drink and I sent a mixtape in and Mark Ronson picked it yep. as the winning mixtape. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to go on tour with it. him all like yeah. all around. And that was my first time ever DJing in Philly. Yeah. And um we went to what was it? I think it was called Metro or something or Transit? maybe i don't know but big, it was kind of like a club it looked like an old no bank. it was like small and like like dark little i don't know and then we went to some after party i think diplo was playing and like it felt like we broke into a warehouse it was that like, was the mausoleum i think that was his place okay so mark we used to play a lot of parties with mark back in the day right uh so we would see him from time to time you know philly new new york we'd go back and forth and yeah play and we drove like from that. new york yeah. like i went and got, i got to play with him and q-tip in new york yeah, which yeah, i was yeah. the most nervous person ever Yo, <laughs> new york was so much fun to play back yeah then too because we were running through all those clubs as well and, and then uh, we drove out to philly yeah. i didn't realize how close it was too An hour know? and a half two yeah. hour drive crazy yeah, yeah yeah and we got to but it, it really reminded me of that same thing with the 
the warehouses down here in the rave scene yeah. and yeah. and it was kind of i think my first time hearing uh be more music oh man and seeing people dance to it and yeah. and i remember like spank rock had just kind of yep. come out yeah, and yep. all that sound and i was like it was so new to me yeah. and it was like we weren't into house music really you know it was it was yeah. like uh, that up tempo sound was right. like the planet rock type stuff right. you know what i mean so right. you're in b more 128 and you're like what is this and yeah. it works with everything and they're remixing the old stuff and the new and and he was putting motown diplo yeah. you know hollertronics they were doing all that shit yeah him and low low yeah. low b exactly shout to yeah. low b yo it's it's crazy because you know like growing up in the hip-hop scene yeah you automatically were involved with some of that like Chicago Jersey house, like right? That like soulful house, yeah. Follow me and all that other shit, yeah. And uh, and then be 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 more club came into the scene as well, and then go go out of DC. So even if you were like hip hop, hip hop in a commercial sense in the club, you were running through all of that, yeah. And uh, what Scotty B and them were doing out of B B more back then. I mean, it still Crazy. holds it still holds weight out there on the East Coast. And the right. fact that it made it not just to the West Coast, but internationally. Yeah, international is, is nuts. I mean, I played in Pittsburgh with Nugget at Scenario and we started talking about this um bringing the cats record, which is one of the more recent B B more club records. And I started with that and some people know it, but most people don't. But yeah. the energy that it brings, the the night was just. Have you heard the um, so, yeah. that dude out of New York? I think he's Japanese. Uh, Yuki, uh, yeah. he did a remix of that. Oh, really? It's it's tight. Uh, here, I'll play awesome. it real quick. Yeah, play it. Um, I I used it on a mix. Um, I think this is the track you're talking about. He flipped it. Bring in the cat. Yo. I've never heard this before. It's pretty crazy. It's good for like scratching. Yeah, shit yeah. yeah. Obviously, he changed the tempo. And, it's awesome, but it's kind of tight. Like it goes. I dig. I dig. Yeah, it's pretty tight. But yeah, that's the track that's that we're awesome, talking man. about. <laughs> that's the obviously not the B more uh, one, but. Um, yeah, no, it's dope to, to to put another twist on something that's yeah. completely different from what it originally is. I mean, yeah, he th- that dude. I mean, his edit packs are crazy. Yeah. I've been buying them off Bandcamp, and uh, I Word. started my show, uh, gig in Vegas on Wednesday with one of his tracks. Word, too. yeah, he makes a bunch of dope stuff. I know it's awesome. Um, all right, let's get into one or two more, and then we can talk about other stuff. And also, we're going to talk about your music organization. Yeah, which has been yeah. Highly trying to requested. get everybody right. That's how that's how we got here to begin with. Listen, so, we're yeah. here to help you guys. Okay, you're yeah. about to get. I want to ma- see everybody win. You know, <laughs> see that's that's the attitude we need in DJing. Indeed. Indeed. Um, all right, let's go into this uh, two chains. T R U Schoolie. It's called Virgil Discount. I mean, do they really get the Virgil discount? Maybe. Walked out of Louis looking like a Virgil discount. If they didn't before, they do now, you know. Seven days a week, I smoke six cents. If a chick with me, she like big house. If a chick with me, she like foreign cars. Yeah, I'm rolling with this too. Yeah, it's tight. Got that flute sample. The thing with these records too, that's it. It'll it'll hit right, but it may only hit for a short time, you know. Fine, and it's cool. It's like it doesn't need to stay around. Right, like Forever. how many times can you play No Flex Zone? Right, or, you right, know? right. <laughs> There's other records of his that'll 
be around for years to come. Different, right. wa- you know, watch out or whatever. Birthday whatever. song. And these little <laughs> records, they just kind of like keep things going. Exactly. And spice everything up. But and, I'm cool. And cool they go with, with the vibe yeah, of now. Yeah. You know, got that crazy yeah. 808. He's dope. I mean, no matter what. He knows how to put the words together well, for sure. Even if you're not into what he's saying, yeah. it's still something you're like, okay, I could totally vibe off this. Yeah, you know? you're like, I need yeah. a Virgil discount right yeah. now. Um, all right, dope. Yeah, I'm cool. I'm cool with this. Yeah, that's tight. Um, let's see what else we got. Um, there is uh, Valentino Khan and Diplo have a song called Just Your Soul. Yeah, he. Um, it's pretty dope. I think it was kind of like just a very house song, and uh, Chami did a remix of it. Word. Valentino's another one when I see his name on, on something, I know. Always good. Yeah, he right. had me from deep, like the deep, deep down low yep. joint. I was. Because he makes all different kinds of dance music, yeah. and it's always good that sound, and it, it always has a really good punch to it, you yeah. know? So, yeah. And Chami, too. He'll just make that funky house yeah. type of... Yeah, yeah, Let's see what he did here. Yeah, just another record that has a really yeah. good bounce to it. You it's know, funny, it's kind of like the Oliver Heldens, yeah. and in a way, didn't I don't know if they had beef, but when they both came out at the same exact time and were both doing this future bass sound, um, and I remember people saying, "Oh, one guy's copying the other guy," or whatever. And I mean, once you have something that's a sound, there's never going to be one yeah, person to, that makes it a sound. It's like you right. have a bunch of people making similar, similar records, and when you're in a similar Exactly. Tempo and sound bank and all this other stuff. It's like you're going to have things cross, yeah. but I don't know, man. You go back through the years and and it's hard to define certain records. I mean, I, obviously, you hear something and you're like, "Yo, I know this is so and so. I know this is uh, Armand Van Helden, or I right. know this is a Daft Punk record, or whatever." But then there's times where those lines kind of cross, and if yeah. you don't know any better, it could be one or it could be the other. But right, you know, I mean. Come on, man. You yeah, know, what are you gonna like, do? Yeah, I know. We were saying it's called that. That music has been called future bass, but now we're in twenty twenty. Is it called? It's just it's just present bass. Present bass. <laughs> just present now, day bass. Now now house. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, cool. Well, yeah. that was the twenty. There is a bunch more songs on there, so you guys should go check it out. Indeed. But Indeed. Uh, we just gave you a taste of it right there. And that was the twenty with DJ Spider. So go peep it out. We got all every week is up there archived for you, but um, we got all the newest songs. A lot of heat. A lot of heat for you. Okay. Um, and so let me say again, reiterate, we've got in the studio a very special guest, DJ Excel. My man, my Originally man. from Philadelphia, Indeed. PA, Indeed. but he's been in LA long enough that this he's, is home. Yeah. He's an LA guy. I mean, it's been what? Oh, 10 years. It's right? been uh, 11 years. 11 it's years. It's funny. I was just talking to um, Chris Sponto from Born and Raised on yeah. text, and I said, uh, you know, that I'm home. And uh, a few <laughs> messages later, he was like, oh, you're calling this home now. And I'm like, well, I've been here 11 years. It's it's home. Yeah, you know this what I mean? is home. Like, Come on. You passed 10 yeah, years. Yeah, I mean, my, my, my parents and family are back in Philly, but this this is where I reside. This is home. Yeah. This is where my turntables are. You know of what course. I mean? So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is where my turntables are. 
That is the ultimate DJ comment. I mean, kind of like that. That's that's where home is, right? So, that's so true. That's You're like, where are your records? You yeah, know, here. Yeah. Oh my god, do you still have a lot of your records? I have all of them. Oh yeah. my god, I have a lot of stuff in Philly. Uh, I got rid of a lot of stuff too, but I mean, nothing that we would be bummed that we got rid of just right. like record service records that i didn't yeah. need yin yang twins tvt albums you know <laughs> right. what i mean yeah um there's still a lot for me to get rid of but i there there is definitely an attachment i still record shop and uh oh. i don't i don't know if there's ever going to be a time that i don't have any records do you buy new records yeah 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 yeah, yeah. i still i still buy stuff i mean maybe like, not stuff that i would play in a club but stuff yeah. that i want to have on vinyl Right. You know what I mean? Stuff that I feel is part of my record collection that yeah. I'll go back and play later, like, you know, years, so, years later. So, yeah. 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 That's yeah. cool. I think it's important to stay in, you know, with buying, the, buying records. One of the first things I tell anybody that wants to get into this is to go record shopping. Yeah. You know, just, just pick some records that mean something to you. Maybe something that you remember from parents or aunts or uncles or something right. that you love and just Go spend some time looking for it. Yeah. And I think, uh, you know, it definitely brings a different kind of feeling and a different kind of relationship to the music. Yep. You're more connected to it, right? Yeah. I mean, I've deleted thousands of MP3s out of this computer. Yeah. Uh, I've definitely not thrown away a thousand records as part of my right. collection. You yeah. know, stuff that I've bought. Yeah, I've definitely not thrown away anything that I've bought. Yeah, the records that I get rid of are records that were given to me through service, where I've had numerous copies of, or mm -hmm. just stuff I don't need to own anymore. That's true. Yeah, I yeah. mean, there's just something that, yeah, like it feels so temporary with the MP3s, yeah. or yeah. just not even. Um, it feels like it can feel worthless in a way yeah. or pointless. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. There's, there's, there's no emotional relationship. There's no attachment to the MP3s. I mean, yeah. of course, my life is in this computer. Right, but it's different. Like, you didn't, I have like it you said, back, go seek out the record right, and buy right. it. You know, I had a friend of mine uh, lose a bag of records years ago. Oh, man. That uh, some of them wound up surfacing back up at the record store. I used to write my yeah. name on all of my records, so oh. I knew that they were mine. And... I've never fully recovered everything that was in that record bag, and that still kind of hurts a little bit. Yeah, you know, know what I mean. So it's there is definitely an attachment to all those records. I remember where I was when I got every one of them, and that's something that right. I think you know D DJs that come from where we come from. There's a relationship there where we bond over that kind of feeling. Yep. That whether you get into this today, tomorrow, a year from now, it's something that you want to have because you'll appreciate it years later. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like the music is like a bookmark in your brain yeah, somehow, yeah, 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 you yeah, know, for real. like for all different kind of memories, you know, from yeah. when you got a song to different times in your life and different songs can bring up those yeah. things yeah. and it's like your bookmark. Yeah. And I don't, I don't, I don't want to lose that. I don't want to give that up just yet. Yeah. There's going to come a time where I'm going to regret saying all of this because once I have to move the records from my parents' garage. Yeah. I'm going to be like, oh, this is time to just get rid of all of these records. But I know that they're there. I like to look look at them. I, <laughs> I like going record shopping in my own record collection. I know. Me too. You know? I'll, I'll do that all like late at night sometimes. Just go yeah. through my shit like, oh, I forgot I had this. Or, yeah. or I knew I had this, but it's it sounds so good. Yeah. Or, or I, I, I paid a lot of money to ship a small portion of records out here because I wanted to have them. And like we would play records at the dime from time to time. Yeah. And it just felt good. And I think... You know, watching people look at you play records and not understand 
how it, you're even doing how it. you're doing it. You know? know, it 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 looks like a talent again, and I right. think people forget that it is a talent to be able to do what we do. Yeah, and seeing it on the computer is just a common piece of equipment that everybody has. That everybody feels well. If he's doing that, I I can do that. I have right. a collection of music too. To see it being played on vinyl with nothing to look at to have to ask and inquire how it's being done and watching you do it as it's a talent again like that's it's such a good feeling right like i think some newer djs that aren't as experienced think okay i need i know i need to use my eyes i know i need to use my body i know i need to use my hands yeah but they're not realizing that they're supposed to use their ears you know like i saw this dj recently and like it was just, you could tell they weren't listening. Like they, they were doing all the movements and they were yeah. like picking the song and doing the thing and trying to act like they're doing it and they're doing all the parts. But I'm like, you're not listening to what you're doing, the way you're putting it together. It's right. not right. Like it's right. Not, none of the right things are happening, you know? And I think that's what the records are. You know, it's almost like you, you lose your other senses in a way. Like your brain's yeah. like... I don't need to use this part. I'm going to focus right. on the sound so hard. My right? whole style of DJing changed once I got rid of the records. Yeah, me too. And I started, I'm sure like you, I started on Serato with the very beginning. Yeah, me too. Like day So one. the first week I went to the club, I just took my dance hall records and that was it. And I figured like, I'll play on this. And when I go to my dance hall sets, I'll give this a break. Yeah. Just in case. Right, right. You know? Oh, yeah. I used to bring a bag of records. And after I got through the first week of that, I never brought the records again. Right. So the style of playing changed. When I go back to playing vinyl, there's really not a lot of free time. I can't get things on the gram. Like, I got a limited window of time on the record that's playing. I got to find another record. I'm digging through the crate every record to see what I want to play. I can't loop anything, so I have no. to be able, you know, so you're more focused on what's going on and listening to what's going on. Exactly. You know what I mean? And that was fun, but at the same time we've come such a long way in this being a occupation. Yep. For guys like us and for girls and you know for everybody. Yeah, yeah. That you got to take, you know, the good with the bad and all yeah, this other stuff. But I love true. playing vinyl and uh, any chance I get, you know, I still like to break out the records. For just, sure. Yeah, 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 I do it in my room alone, just like in my headphones. Yeah, like yeah. Everyone's sleeping. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. all right, this is dope. I'll I mean, that being said, we need to, you know, I, I need to get with Jack and, you know, we need to redo the vinyl night thing again. Yeah, you just should. have all the homies come out, you know, yeah. have you come play. Oh, my play God. And, I haven't yeah. done a vinyl night in so long. Yeah. I don't know what I would do. <laughs> I mean, that that's the fun part of it, too, is like you bring what you bring. Right. And that's it. There are no requests, and you're you're just True. playing what you brought, and your set can be anything that night, you know. Yeah. And it's just a fun talent, and 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 uh, a, a fun thing to keep going. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, for sure. Yeah. I mean, it's the foundation of this shit. So indeed, indeed. you know. Yeah. yeah. Dope. All right. Well, let's get into um, some other. Well, we we want to get in the music organization, yeah. but before that, I want to find out some more about like what we were talking about before. Yeah. You're very into vintage things, right? Yeah. I yeah. mean, yeah. I know you you love coffee. I uh, think the the simplest way to put it, it's like vintage Americana. Okay. So um, it it's really. It was something I was into before I knew it was a thing, right? right? So when I look back at old photos and things I was wearing as as a little kid, it's yeah. camo, it's boots, it's sneakers, it's Nikes. I mean, I got, you know, my first 
pair of Jordans in 89 or 90 or something yeah. like that. So, And I was in a polo when I was younger. And all of polo was pretty much based off of... American and I remember like taking my dad's old military jackets or stuff yeah. stuff like that, right? Yeah. So as I got older and uh I mean we're still looking, you know, I'm still a young teen. I remember fighting with my mom about clothes and having an opinion on what I wanted and how I wanted to look and all this other yeah. stuff. And and it's the only other thing that I really cared about. Uh the coffee thing I'm not sure where it happened. I mean, I remember drinking coffee, but I went through the phase like most people do when they drink coffee and you're drinking terrible coffee. And Yeah, of course, same. And I'm not much of a alcoholic drinker and I'm not much of a drug head either. So I just right. found like coffee was a good thing for yeah. me. And then I think once I started traveling more too, I used those coffee shops as like the first stop in every city to kind of get a feel for the pulse because i feel like there's like-minded people there and there's creatives there who also vibe off of that right and if you're in a place that you're not really familiar with you can get a good uh sense of it's true if i be. go to a place i don't know well and i find a really good coffee shop yeah. that knows what's up i'm like okay there's a cool little area yeah. there's people around here i like, will tell you the other secret that you you don't have to share with anybody else is that the <laughs> nine times out of ten the bathroom is clean Oh, so if you need to use the bathroom <laughs> when you're traveling, you know for sure that there's a solid bathroom yes, in there. So, travel, that's yeah. a travel hack right yeah, there for yeah. you guys. So you can thank thank me later on on <laughs> on on that. And then, uh, you know, I've I've always been into just like I think we said before we started recording, like digging for samples and stuff like that. Yeah. So you wind up looking back into things, you know, that's how I kind of vibe off the old bike or an old car or an old jacket or something that has a story, you know, yeah. that's outlived a lifetime, you know, and now is still being used in a lifetime ahead. And uh, Right, that's what hip hop yeah. did for us. Like in the beginnings, I didn't realize people were sampling and, you know, it was coming from jazz records and funk records and reggae records and, right. and sample libraries and yeah. all that stuff. And it, it does give you an appreciation and an urge to go back and learn yeah. about things and learn about the foundations. And, and I think everybody should do that within any industry they're in, you yeah. know, but especially the music industry, yeah. you should know why people are doing what and what came before them, yeah. you know, um, just like in all of history, it's going to yeah. make you better, you no, know, for sure. For sure. Um, were you into, you said you have two motorcycles. Yeah, yeah. So I have two, two, two bikes. Uh, one is a 1948 Harley Panhead, like completely original stock bike, tank shift, kick only. Crazy. Uh, and the other one is a, it's actually a, it was built here a long time ago. It's a California, like North California style. Well now we've rebuilt it, but, uh, yeah. it's a Panhead chopper. So it's a 64, so it's a little bit newer than the 48, but still a lot older than me. You know, 48, I mean? dude. Yeah, it's, it's, it's That's crazy. Amazing. They're, they're, they're fun. Occasionally you might see me stuck on the side of the road or something, but uh, <laughs> it brings more joy than it does heart heartache. And, yeah. Uh, you have a I, car too? I do have a car. My car is a newer car because okay. I don't, I, you know, <laughs> I, I got a 1939 Model no. T. <laughs> I've been like, so the, 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 the funny thing is my lease on my previous car was up yeah. and I've had this you know, thing that I, you know, I wanted an old whip and I right. was looking for old pickup trucks and just something really fly, you know? Yeah. And I was like, this can be my daily driver. I don't drive a lot. You know, if I need to drive to Vegas, I'll just rent a car and all this other stuff. And I'm looking, I'm looking and we go to see a couple of cars and my buddy Will and my other buddy, Josh, who know a, a lot more than me when it comes to that uh, thing, were helping me out, but they're really hard to find 
to be as perfect as perfect can be in in that sense. The you old know? cars. Just like something that you can use. You know, I mean, you're not getting air conditioning, which was the thing I kept fighting for. But like, I know. you can get it. You got to pay for it. It's not going to feel like what it feels like. There's no blue Bluetooth. You yeah, know, you have to put that in. Right. So eventually, after taking Uber for about a month and racking up a heavy bill, <laughs> getting around, even with the bike, I was like, I need to get another whip and I'll just focus on the old whip a little bit later so yeah. at least another new car uh so i can play around when i want to play around but when i need to be somewhere at a specific time i just hop in the new whip, right and let my phone connect the bluetooth and enjoy the panoramic roof that's the on futuristic. the you know? yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so as much as i love all the old i still right. love a lot of the new too it's 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 a daily Man, you struggle must have a, b- a big garage <laughs> uh i just have places i can park everything you that's know dope. So, yeah man yeah, yeah yeah for sure that's tight yeah um, amazing. Well, let's, um, I have a bunch of questions I want to ask yeah, you yeah. like about the DJ stuff, sure. but something we had DJ dynamics on the uh, last week. He yeah. is the homie and you were in one of the clips that we talked about yeah, and yeah, it was yeah. about music organization. So crucial, man. It's the bane of every DJ's yeah. existence yeah, yeah, and it, yeah. a lot of people, even just people that aren't DJs probably have a hard time with like music organization. Since then I got so many comments on Instagram, which I think is awesome. Yeah. Uh, all that, you know, people writing me, people coming up to me in person in Vegas, talking to me about it. Yeah. And, um, then we talked and I'm like, all right, this would be perfect for you to come on and tell us kind of about what, you know, a lot of people shouted you out in the comments for having, uh, the best, most organized, um, computer. So, you know, I thought um, you could maybe teach us yeah, a little sure, bit. Sure. And like you said, you want everyone to win. So we really yeah, appreciate yeah, yeah. that. So like, what are some of your, uh, what, what are some tips you could give everyone out there, you know, for let's say Serato organization or however you do it? So the thing about this that I figured out a long time ago is that um, much different than us playing vinyl, yeah. I would just throw records in a crate and I would figure it out when I got to the club. Right. Having your music like knowing your music as well as you possibly can is one of the biggest things that help us all get through the night. Right. hundred percent. And you, and like we said before, you had to know with vinyl. For sure. For sure. And I know everything that's in this computer and everything that's in this computer is not in my Serato. Okay. Okay. So I, I started, uh, beforehand before Serato was a thing and I knew it was coming. I started collecting music for the computer and I, put this folder of crates together okay 60s 70s 80s 90s and these are just folders so these are just folders that are in my computer right Right. okay from that uh those folders get drug into serato in all not in folders right right? but everything is tagged according to the folder okay so if you're in the 60s crate you drag in the 60s 60s, it says 60 slash mo Motown or whatever, right? So my hip-hop current is labeled hip-hop current, but current is everything from 2000 on. Right. I see some people, it's broken down into years. Some people, I don't really play that way. I I can't do the year thing, but but to each their own. A lot of people said that's what they do. Right. So for me, it's, it's not that important for me to have that because I wouldn't play vinyl that way. Right. Right. So I just have classics. I have current. I have my underground like backpack style stuff. I have house music and then there's subtexting. So when I was using Serato for the longest time, I never used any crates. There was never anything in my Serato. I played through the file 
Oh, okay. And then went into the crates that were in the computer. Oh, interesting. Right? Got it. Okay. So eventually I just said, let me just try it out. Drug everything into all. Now all my files are there. But like I said, not everything that's in my computer needs to be in in, in my Serato. Yeah. So once I got rid of all those files, everything that's in my Serato is labeled Serato Collection One Word in one of the windows. So oh, okay. the reason for doing that is that like in the comments or something, it's somewhere says Serato in one of the collection. Windows. So I figured out that you can use all of the labeling windows, all these windows that we weren't using, yeah. hold data that you could search. Right. So once I did that, I went into the label uh, section, and that's where I put Serato Collection. Therefore, right. if I ever had to wipe this completely clean and add the music back, yeah. All I had to do was type Serato Collection and all the files with that word in it were the files that belonged in here and all the ones that didn't have it don't belong in here. Okay, okay. It's backed up that way too. So if I had to plug my hard drive into your computer and hurry up and play, I drag everything in, right. write Serato Collection, delete everything that doesn't have that, and now all my things are back. Oh, that's right? that's great, yeah. So that was just like a, I'm so far gone that I could I don't know if I could ever get back to that. No, I mean <laughs> what um what we're telling people is this is not a weekend fix. This is something yeah. that I've spent more time organizing, deleting, adding, remastering music than I ever had when it came to playing vinyl. Right. Because when you had the record, it was like this is what it is. I got to make it work. Yeah, yeah. Here it's you control everything, and I know that. The better this music is in order for me, the better I'll be able to get out of a jam or when yep. I'm having a, a moment where my brain is not working, you know, correctly. No, that's something I struggle with all the time. The other thing is that, you know, it's you're having fun with it. So, you know, um, there was just for the sake of like club club music. Yeah. OK, so. Anything I know that would work in the sense of an open format room, yeah. whether it's hip-hop, whether it's house, whether it's reggaeton, whether it's Afrobeat, mm -hmm. I tag FTW for the win. So oh, if okay. I'm at a moment where I'm struggling and I can't think of something or I don't know what I want to play, I just type this FTW in and everything, no matter where it is and what category comes, comes up, I know these are my goes. I'm good with these. Right. These are songs that are proven right. to work. And you can tag that whatever you want to tag it. Tag it the way I have it tagged. Tag it, you know, yeah. money getter, whatever. Something fun yeah, just yeah, to make yeah. it fun, you know, that it works for you. It may not yeah, work for everybody Something you'll remember. Else. Right. That, yeah. So, uh, you know, then I started to just mess with it a little bit more. All all my Yacht, yacht Rock stuff was named, like, Patrick Swayze or something. Right. Yeah, yeah. So I love that if doing I typed those, like, in like Swayze, then I know that it would come up. Now it has a relationship to me. It doesn't have a relationship to anybody of else. Of course. But like, you know, it's something that I know if I'm playing a party like that, I need to think of something cool. I know that, you know, when I'm playing records that kind of have that um I don't know what you would call it, but maybe you would just it's like a whatever the timing is that it has a bop. Right, uh, right, right. Like Michael Jackson, uh, the way you make me feel. Okay, There's yeah. definitely a professional like term three for it. It's like a thing three count, or whatever right? it is. Yeah. So I would tag all those records, bop. Oh, okay. Because when I'm looking through, okay, well, I'm playing this. What what else can I play that has this same bop to it right. to get me through? 
But yeah. there's other records like because then you know you can mix. Oh, everybody rules the world, right? You know, but at the same time, you don't want to play the same two records over and over. But now you have that, you have Latch, right? You have other records that all have that bop that eventually you can get out of that again clean, right? Then there's other records that have a swing, like uh, Amy Winehouse, Valerie, or something like that. Yeah, so that now Motown, it's more double right. time. Dum, dum, yeah, dum, 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 dum. so now it's more of a swing. So now you have Jet and you can't Harry Love and, and and those records, but all through the tempo, if it's tag swing, I know it has that kind of groove to it. Oh, so okay. now you know, boom. Uh, all my West Coast records and where, where are you putting all that? So in what, the I'm, what I'm doing is now I go into comment right, write everything in there. Okay, some stuff is tagged in. Um, the genre right section uh i mean really the more tags and data you put in to help yourself through the better you'll be which is how i play without crates because i really don't know what i'm going to play but i know once i get going i need to keep it going right and then the crates can like stifle you because you only have what's in there or you're searching through the crates and I've never played with crates. I mean, anyone that knows me knows that there's never any crates on the side of the window. And if there are crates, it's little stuff that I would put together for, I don't know, like right now there's four crates, but the crates are uh, a set from Vancouver that I just wanted to look over what I played. Yeah. Uh, My set from OST that I owe Benji a mix for because the mix didn't come out right that I haven't recorded yet. I'm sorry about that. I was there. That was, it was dope. So he wants me to re-record it. I just have yeah. to watch the movie so that it goes with the movie again. You <laughs> it's know? a lot of work. I yeah. know, I know. And I'm like, I don't want to just record it, but I had fun doing it and I think it would yeah. be a good mix to do. So I right. have that so I don't forget that. Uh, and then there's a, a folder called The Slew, which is like a slew foot, like all my old breaks and like funk and soul. Right. But this is something like I spend time, whether I'm on the plane, sitting in a hotel room, I'm constantly going through music to make this even better. Uh, You know, all my electronic trap records are tagged trap. Yeah. And sometimes I'll double tag those with hip hop current so that if I'm in that tempo playing trap music, I know that there's a relationship to that plus current hip hop of that tempo so I can weave in and out. Right. There's records that are tagged send off as one word. So when I want to wind down at the end of the night and play like slow grooves, like, yeah, yeah, I just hit send send off one word. And they're, they're tagged as one word because if they're tagged two words, then maybe anything that has send in it would come up or anything that has off in it would come up. Yeah. So having it as one word knows that it's going to be just that. Right. Send off all right. one word. Yeah. Uh, when... Prince passed away. Uh, I was playing more Prince stuff around, so I yeah. put all the music together that was Prince related. All things Prince, one word. Oh, okay. So if I'm jammed up, my brain's not working right. All all things Prince. That just shows up. That's that's you know? good. That's a good tip too to put it all one word. So like it's just it's tagging anything that has that twerk vibe is tagged. Uh, Nola bounce. Right. So that I know that. Choppa style, city girls, even if it's not necessarily from that region, but anything that has that but sound it to it, it yeah. it works for me when I'm playing around, right? right. Even the new Drake record or right. whatever uses right. those right. drums. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I mean, it's 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 something you constantly have to work on, but if you take the time to do it, you'll play so much better. And uh, just, I mean, you go into your Serato and you just open all these extra windows, composer, you know, stuff that you don't need the data 
there for. So in my composer section, there's more. Sorry. Let me see. <laughs> so, uh, I was, oh, you mean you open those you open and those you can and you utilize them if in you there. want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So. Uh, there was a so you can, you don't have to go crazy in the genre. Right. Well, there there was a Nep- Neptune's night that we did. Yeah, not that long ago. So I needed to get all my Neptune stuff in order. Instead right. of making a, a folder that maybe I would go to from time to time, I just went through all the files, typed Neptune's in the composer. So then when I type this in, only my Neptune's records show up. Right and now I can search through everything. The other thing is I've never used I- iTunes to organize music because. Anytime I've ever heard of anyone having a problem, they've had a problem right. with Serato and iTunes. Yeah. And I never liked the way iTunes did where they would like put your music in different folders and stuff like that. Yeah. So everything goes into my crates folder first uh, before it goes into my Serato. So there go my crates. So you still do that crates. Everything thing. is in here first. So you do make, so you make the folders, you have the eighties, nineties, hip hop, this, that hip hop, classic current. Yep. You put those in, you drag them into your all and and then you tag them in Serato. And then when you're DJing and you're like, Oh, it's getting more hype. I'm going into this kind of music or this kind of vibe or whatever. Yeah. Swayze yep. word you've thought of sure. to describe that yeah. vibe that you're looking for. Yeah. You go into that. Yeah. That's crazy that you have no crates. Nah, man. I'm telling you. I mean, I've I have never. Five billion crates. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> and they stifle me, though. I think seeing what you're talking yeah. about is is pretty. Yeah. It's something that it, it may take work initially to switch over. Right. Uh, But if you're willing to do it you'll be better when it's all said and done. It's just you got to work at it little by little. You know, I would right. maybe go back through and pull playlists from previous nights, tag those records. Yeah. Uh, anything that would be, like, for me, cool kind of, um, uh, like, deep house, you know, uh, yeah. maybe, like, LCD sound system type shit. It's all tagged uh, five hipsters dancing in my living room. Okay, that's what I was wondering. Like, what do you do with <laughs> weird ones that you can't? Because I so, mean, I like that. <laughs> well, Rick and I, Rick, 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 Rude and I lived together. Yeah, and he had a party one night in the house where there was like five hipsters <laughs> dancing in the living room at four in the morning, and they oh were listening God. to all that stuff. So when I had to tag all those records, I just typed it because that's what made sense to me, which doesn't make sense to anybody else except for a few of us. But no, when, I hit, truth. I, when I, I had hit any of those records, like. Yeah, that that, that that that's where they all are. That's you know? so great, and that's also some term that's going to stick in your head forever. You Dude, know to type it in. Totally, I love it. I, I get I get a good chuckle. I'll say it, it puts a good, puts you in a good mood. Here, while here, you're here, here's my Pat Swayze like dirty dancing. Yeah, that's amazing. You know, and that's just like if I was ever playing. If I was in the movie playing for that house party that they were all yeah. in, what what, what would, would I play? play? Boom! There there goes all the records. And we were doing soda pop. Oh, yeah. at Harvard and Stone That's it was right. all those songs yeah so you know i mean have have fun with it for sure all all my all my break records that are like b b b boy breakdance records are tagged a certain way so that if i need to get into a set of that i can do that okay uh, and then do you like um do you delete well i guess do, so do you delete ones that aren't getting played or do you just not drag them in? Like you said, only certain things are going to make it into your Serato. So as far as that goes, like there's records in here that either I haven't gone through, but I want to keep. Yeah. Or records that are part of an album that I know I'll never play. 
and I'll go to them if I need them. So instead of having right. all the clutter, because what I noticed is that, you know, sometimes I get to somebody's computer and all their music is there. Not only the pink files, but stuff that's not B, B, BPM tagged. It's labeled weird. That's me. Or uh, <laughs> So you would be one of those people where it's like, I know I don't need half of this. Yeah. So just going through to know that everything that's in this is what I would use in any situation right. playing. And if there's a random chance, a rare chance that I need something that's not in here, I just go back through the filing you go Rabbit. in your com actual computer, right, right. and then your Serato is like your record crate right. that you brought to exactly, the club. Exactly. But it's like when you go home and you got that big record wall, and yeah. you're like, I'm probably not going to play that stuff unless I'm doing a specialized party. Exactly. So, yeah. So, for instance, a band like um, uh, Karungbin. Yeah. Not Weird every beats. one of their records yeah. I'm going to use, but there are some that I would. Yeah. So I don't want to get rid of the album because if I want to listen to that album at some point, I like that I have it because I yeah. enjoy it as a whole body of work. Right. But I don't need everything in my Serato. So just the ones I know I would play are here. Those ones are tagged accordingly and the other ones are not. And if I have to wipe this all out or get a new computer... I don't have to go through the trouble of doing that all again. Serato collection one one word. So even as it comes in, Serato collection, yeah. it everything, goes in there. Everything is put where it belongs, and everything is tagged accordingly when it's brought into Serato. So okay. that if I go to date added, you know, because some sometimes you're just like, all right, yeah. like I want to play what my most my recent records shit. are. Yeah. Everything is tagged, whether it's reggae, whether it's eighties, whether it's edits or whatever. So you case. tag it right when it goes in. It has to. Has to, because if not, you you won't you won't go back to it. I know. You know what I mean? So it will take a little bit of time. There's no question about it, but you just chip away at it little by little. Yeah. It's just at that point, you're never going to have a problem because yeah. now everything is in order. You throw it on a flash drive. You back your drive up. You have to play off the drive. You get someplace that's really important. Your computer right. isn't working. I know I can just plug the drive in. I'm never going to be stuck. And I'm not relying on these crates that I've built Right, like, all oh, my crates aren't showing up or my thing. Yeah, it's so true. All right, that so, sounds like a pretty damn good method. Yeah. So, I mean, like, <laughs> to try just to follow for using everybody out there. all of these things are really important. Right, using all the different yeah. categories. And now with the play count thing, I guess you could see what yeah. you actually play and don't play and yeah. start cutting that, you know, once that starts building up. Yeah. I haven't really used it much lately. You know, I'll tell you the... The other thing, too, is that you don't have to keep them visible to search them, which is great. You can still just limit the window to what you need it to true, be. True, true. So you but can have in your comments. there, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's what's really important. So that's what's helped me along throughout the way play because every night it's just off, off the cuff. Yeah. And no matter how well you play, I mean, you're going to have moments where your brain is like foggy. For sure. So getting me through those moments is what's really right crucial or if you notice oh the crowd is vibing so hard to latin right. music oh right. they're going crazy to house i thought yeah. this was a hip-hop yeah. club i gotta get in my house stuff boom right. you go into that like uh anything you know as uh k trinata came out there were yeah. a lot of records that sound like his sound right so everything is tagged similar so that if i go through and i Got type it his name or half of his name or whatever yeah. i know that all the records that sound like that are going to come come up together and then okay. i can weave through them and do what i need to do so that's great yeah man all right yeah. guys listen to this about 20 times in a row and then follow it <laughs> just, just just chip chip away little by little for real you know it'll it'll be better i promise Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, indeed. All right, thank you for sharing that with no, us. Of course, man. We I'm appreciate it. it. Yeah. Um, 
All right, well, let's get into some other things. We, yeah. I mean, we've already been going for, for like a bit, but uh, yeah. let's, um, you know, I want to find out about, you know, a bunch of stuff you're doing. But um, so right now, I know, I mean, you're a touring DJ for the people that don't know and for yeah. people that do know. I mean, you tour the world, basically. I mean, I see you go to Asia a lot yeah. and all over the place, right? Well, um, the, the purpose of me moving was that I wanted to travel more than what I was in Philly. And I was okay. doing a lot of work in Philly and, and, and I traveled a little bit, but I just feel like I wasn't getting the reach that I wanted to get yeah. out of the experience like out of me spinning so moving made sense to me not so much to take away from what everybody had here but just to get more exposure onto what i was doing to be able to get me to other places and fortunately i was able to get to that place where i can travel not just in the u.s but travel a little bit around the world too yeah which is awesome just to play for different parts of the world and build a community of friends in those places where you feel at home no matter how far away you are yes uh and it's something that I, you know, I, I, I enjoy and I want to keep doing as long as I possibly can. So, yeah, yeah I think it's good for human beings yeah, to travel indeed, around. Like, there's so much to see to yeah. stay in a little bubble. It's like, you know, you, you have a limited amount of time here yeah. on this planet. You might as well make the most of it. Yeah. You know? It gives you, so. it educates you in like different ways, yeah, you know, yeah, for and sure. just being able to eat the food and see the things, just discover and, the music and discover the food and the people and the way of life and just how things are different outside of, right our little bubble you and know? just DJing too. Like yeah. anywhere I go, it's not as much now cause we're all so connected with the internet, but it still is different when I go to places and I hear a really good DJ. Yeah. I'm like, wow. I start to absorb like what's working in yeah. that area or what they're doing. That's different, you know? And it's, it's, uh, it's one of the times where you really get to see how music brings a world together. Yeah. You know, cause you get to go to places where you can't have a conversation like you and I, but the music is where you guys speak to each other. Yes. And their appreciation for you, the music that you're playing, their reaction to the music you're playing, and that bond over, oh, I like this song too. Right. I like that you're liking this song. And then all of a sudden there's there's a connection. It's something you just have to experience firsthand and it makes it really special. Right. Know? Like I've hung out in Japan and been with people and like they don't really speak English and I don't speak Japanese, yeah. but we're trading music yeah. and we're like sort of like showing each other yeah. with our eyes and like nodding our head like, oh, yeah. Right. Right. Playing, like playing in Asia for sure, man. Like they love um, they love records that they can sound the words out to. Yeah. So playing those records for for them and uh, and having them sing along, even though they may not know what the words are, it's yeah. it's, it's so dope. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah, indeed, indeed, man. That's so cool. Um, I wanted to ask some things like um, I've been like on Twitter lately. I feel like DJ Twitter has been going crazy yeah. with like really funny stories yeah. or like I saw I don't know if it was MoMA or someone put up um, about like your uh celebrity embarrassing celebrity interactions or something and then all these funny stories were coming up and i saw people talking about you know playing a rolling stones record for mick jagger and him getting pissed off and like stuff like that so i mean do you have anything like that you can think of that was like where a club owner or a manager is trying to control what you play, but you like know it's not going to work. I feel like I've been in that situation where they either want me to, they'll say that like, oh, this person's here, play their music. I'm like, no, they don't want that. Or like, That's not what they want. you know, play high energy, go into hip hop, but then it's not, you know. You know, I've, I've 
been lucky enough to avoid a lot of those situations, but I've absolutely had a few where there's something pressuring one person in management to play a record that you know is going to absolutely dead everything (laughs) that you've worked for. And somehow you need to pull this off and get back into what you were doing without there being a step missed. Right. Um, That's where the experience comes in. It's not, <laughs> nothing is really ringing a bell, but I've right, definitely but, had but my fair share of stories. Exact type yeah. of thing like that, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. like, it's, 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 it's frustrating, you know, cause we come from a place too, where nobody would ever question you. Yeah. You know, nobody would ever give you a recommendation. They wanted you to do you and what you brought to the table was special and they believed in that. And then all of a sudden it's, you're just taking orders from everybody else and you're like, yo, that's not, that's not why I'm here. Yeah, exactly. But at the same time, like, all right, so the the owner really wants me to do this right now. Like, this is not a good idea. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's definitely been things happening and you're also in a place of like, I have to make sure the person that's paying me is happy. So if you want me to destroy this entire party and you don't care, then I'll do that for you. You know, (laughs) I know. And I'll, I'll, I'll take that hit at, at the same time. I mean, you know, I'm always open to listen to requests, but I don't always play them. Me too. That's what I tell people. Like you take requests. I'm like, just tell me what you want and I'm going to figure it out. You know, like if I'm always curious to see what people are saying. And I love, uh, I love hearing, you know, because at this point people are so up on music in their bubble that maybe it's something that I'm missing. Right. Yeah. So, uh, I've definitely had situations where people come up with a song that I'm like, yo, I don't even know what this is. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> and they're like, Oh really? If you would play this, everybody would go nuts. And I'm like, okay, I'm gonna make a note about that. And I'll go back to that later. And yeah. then I find the song when I'm done playing, I'm like, this is the worst <laughs> possible song ever. This is why you should not be able to pick music. And yeah. I have the job. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, this is why I'm here, but it's always cool you know every now and then you get you get a good you know a good uh for sure i like to hear what especially if a bunch of girls are asking me i'm like all right let's go i'll I'll, you know i want you guys to dance yeah man it's 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 a trip playing for people and knowing what artist is going to be the artist that wants to hear all of their music and what artist does not want you to play their stuff i know you know it's also kind of whack when the artist comes up and they're sweating you to play their stuff it's like asking for your own shout out you know it's super weird yeah it's like don't you hear enough of your own stuff like let me be the one to honor you by yeah, playing the record exactly not being the one that's like yo can you play my stuff or whatever yeah the case unless is. you're gonna jump on and yeah. you're like yo i'm a let's rock yeah. this put on this song you know and I, like, i've had some pretty good nights with artists in clubs where either you know uh, Ray, Ray Raekwon or Ghost would be right. there and I get to play for them and they get to perform a little yeah. bit which is cool or Amazing. Jay would be there or you know Kanye early on before he turned into this new person was there and, and yeah. you know some of those nights were really fun you know and being able to play for somebody you know vibing like I, I was able to play a night where Prince was there and, and, oh my and just God. you know getting his approval is is you we're know, all is, we're a lot right. of those nights here in LA like no no I mean they, they 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 vary they were between Philly and here uh some of the nights were here for sure when I first got here and I feel like social media wasn't so big and people could still go out and do their thing without the fear of being captured hundred percent, you know, that, yeah. that, that was the thing that kind of destroyed a lot of that is yep. that nobody can go out and do their thing and let, let loose. It's going to be everywhere without 
getting caught up in some weird paparazzi situation. Right. So now you don't see a lot of those people. It was like in. that video uh, came out uh, a couple weeks ago of Jay-Z pulling some uh, cell phone out of someone's hand. Yeah. Did you see that? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it was it was funny. The funny thing is it doesn't look like he was even trying to film him. He was trying to film himself. Right. Right? Like, like the dude was trying to like, he, like who sell knows? me. He wasn't even concerned. He was on his own. The other thing is that someone was filming him right, because we somebody. saw it. <laughs> so whoever's, he Yo, pulled the phone out of the wrong person's it hand. It kills me, man. But at the same time, you know, a dude like Jay has to be extra careful extra with careful. what people are putting on their, you know, yeah. on, on their social media. I know. You said and, you got to play a night where Jay was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like early, early on, uh, there was a hide night, which he was there, which was awesome. Crazy. Uh, and there was a night in Philly, like... Um, all-star weekend yeah where he was in town but again this was before all the social media stuff so yeah. it was more about what was happening right there not so much as protecting yourself from what could come out the day later right right you know and there's a time and a place to play all their music and not like you're saying like i re one of my first lessons of that was like this massive night I got to open like from that contest thing I yeah. got to open for Mark Ronson an AM at Mansion in yeah. Miami. Yeah. And so many people were in the house. It was Winter Music Conference and on oh, stage music used to be so much yeah, fun, man. I mean insane. So on stage is everyone from you know, Scott Storch to everybody, but there was um Timbaland was on stage yeah. and Pharrell and Neptunes were on stage and a bunch of other people and I saw Ronson do a, a Timbaland verse Neptune set basically yeah. live on the fly. And the way he would drop one, all, everyone in Timbaland's side go crazy. Oh, boom. He'd go into the Neptunes for else part. Yeah, they so would all awesome, go crazy. Man. And I got to just see like, wow, the way he's like controlling them, controlling the crowd, putting on this crazy show. Yeah. You know, he's like, using his musical knowledge he's doing it in a dope way he's doing trick mixes but not anything that's yeah. over people's heads sure, sure. he's doing that east coast dropping thing he was too, great at that that yeah. like i had, did not know that much you know yeah, how to yeah. do um so it's that that kind of thing where you know but then sometimes if you went crazy playing all the person's shit and it's all awkward and they're like yeah what are you doing like yeah. i'm here on a date at dinner like leave me alone you know it's 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 one of those things that you just have to roll the dice sometimes yeah. to figure out. But usually, I mean, you want to show respect. Yeah. But you don't want to, like, OD on some weird stand level where you're just, like, playing all of their records. And I you're know. Like, I get it. I've listened to these a gazillion times. Yeah. I don't need to hear them And all it's again. harder with the older, like, with rap shit, it's, like, they kind of probably want to hear their shit. But, like, when I'm around older, like, I did this thing and Bruce, it was, like, a Bruce Springsteen, like... You know, he's yeah. there. And I'm like, well, what am I going to do? Like, and they're telling me, play a bunch of his music. Right. And I'm like, well, does he want to hear his music? Is There's weird. always miscommunication and I like know. bad information. And it's like, yo, I understand what you think you want. Yeah. But that's not what the boss wants. And the event you know people saying? think like, that the people want to hear it, but I'm like, right. they don't exactly. Yeah. So like I had ended up reading all these articles where he got interviewed about yeah. his early life and talked yeah. about his influences. And I'd got all those songs. That's smart. And I was like, yeah. all right, I'm going to play those. And then when they want me to play some of his, yeah. I'll mix them in. Right. And and then it actually worked out because people were coming up to me going, amazing. yo, how do you know about this and, right. and how it's related to him? And yeah. turns out, I don't even know if he heard me DJ. He might have been in the green room. Maybe. But still, 
it was a lot of his super fans and and special sure. VIP people there for it. So I felt like I want to do something special yeah. for this, but I'm not going to do the traditional like, hey, born in the USA. I mean, he's not going to come out and no. be like, yo, thanks, son. Yo, born I'm in the so USA. I'm so glad you played that. <laughs> he probably never wants to hear those records. Exactly. Again. He's like, kill me. Like, but just- you have to play assuming that he would hear it. Yeah. And the one thing you want to do to somebody who spent so much time in music is be able to just get a nod of like, yo, I just exactly yo, like I'm, I'm trying I'm to totally give you vibing that off of what you're doing. Yeah, exactly. That's it. Yeah. Same with, you know, Prince or, 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 or any one of that level. It's like, obviously Prince doesn't need to hear all of Prince records, right? But to play the joints that he digs, which Adam 12 is key of that. Cause he oh, spun yeah. for Prince a, a, a million times over, yep. but you know, it's, it, it's artists like that where you're just, you just want to show respect and show that, you know, yep. we're on the same page. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm not on the like corn, cornball shit. Right. You know what I mean? But, yeah. And yeah. I'm not like just going on Spotify and playing whatever yeah. random song. But doing like, the research is up. something that everyone needs to know is like doing your knowledge is really important. And that goes beyond of what you're playing on your computer is figuring yeah. out who that artist is and what you need to do because you just don't know who's going to be in the right. room. And being able to finesse. Finesse is everything. Like keeping the people happy that really don't have a clue, but they hired you versus keeping the right. artist or the 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 celebrity of the moment happy as well, you know? And and Yeah. Yeah. And showing them why you're a professional in a yeah. way. Like, yo, I know what to do. You don't need to micromanage me. Like leave me alone. Right. You yeah. told me what's happening yeah. and I'm going to do this yeah. good. Just like a chef. Yeah. You wouldn't go over and go, wait, how much parsley did you just chop up and sprinkle? We have the like- only occupation at the moment that <laughs> everybody feels entitled to direct you yeah. and how you're supposed to do your job. And they want to use terminology they don't even know. Like, what uh, what BMP are you at? You're like, yo, it's B- BPM. Like, leave me alone. I think the big thing <laughs> was, the, the big thing that was annoying is when, like, the energy. Oh, my God. High energy. Right. We need high energy. Like, they wanted it the entire night. It's like watching a movie where everything blows up from the beginning into the end. Yeah, it's, it's just, just it's Michael too Bay. Much. Everyone edited you know, together. <laughs> the whole point is it's supposed to take you on a journey. You know, it's supposed yeah. to have you know ebbs and flows and ups and downs. Yeah. And, you know, you can't have energy that big the entire night unless everyone is just fully coked up the entire night. You yep, know what I mean? It's you're so just, true. You're just blowing it out to people as <laughs> as as you're playing. You know, it's like those cryo sh- cannons yeah. except yeah. just cocaine. I mean, it, you know, it's 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 somebody who doesn't have a clue trying to tell you how to do your job it's like you trying to tell someone how to manage the club or you know right exactly it's like yo we don't do that they're paying me to be here because of this you know you know it's it's weird it's just a weird time it's very weird yeah and it's hard to not let your ego get in the way when you've had so many years underneath your belt and you're this world-renowned talent you know you know what i mean yeah but then we still as human beings doubt ourselves no matter what you know like wait uh do i suck you're like obviously not you made it 20 years doing this absolutely but if you have a shitty night you you feel like you suck yeah if i I told you i didn't have nights like that you know i'd I'd be lying through my teeth yeah it's like Like it's it's just something you go through again it's something that we're so emotionally invested in that it's impossible for you to just treat it in a tunnel vision like you're going to be affected emotionally because you believed in this for so long that it shaped who you are as a yeah, person. Yeah, and you care about it yeah. so much. And like also in a way DJing, probably other things are like this, but is like an audition every single yeah. time yeah. you're auditioning for the job again. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're like, yeah. fuck, did I just fuck up? They're never gonna let me back. Like yeah. 
but they've booked you 20 times. Like, where else? You have to, like, other places you go in for the job interview, you get the job. Yeah. And then they see if you do good for yeah. a while. But, like, this one, you're like, all right, I'm trying out every night. Every you night, know? It's like a yeah. crazy mental thing. The thing that's funny for me, too, is I feel like the nights that I play really well, no one says anything. And the nights that I feel yep. like are bad, everyone's like, you were amazing. You killed oh, it. That's and so you're just like, too. oh, my God, can I just get that? That, uh, that, that, like, that, that, um, can I get that feeling when I feel like I'm like playing combine well? those? Yeah. I know yeah, yeah, yeah. it's so like, true. Don't give me this gratification on a night that I'm like sick and I can't hear out my right ear and I, I have know. a headache and I'm, you know, or like, you know, you kind of phoned yeah. it in. They're like, that was unbelievable. You're like, no, that wasn't my unbelievable night. No, I've given you that. <laughs> no one said anything. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, I know that's funny, so funny. It's just those things that 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 happen when you play that often. Yeah, you know, and it's true. And, and and funny little things you just keep with you as you yeah. go through every week and every month. You know I know. I mean? Yeah. Hell yeah. Do you have any nights or or gigs or or sort of like times where you felt like um, it was like you were going to the next level or something, or it was like such a big gig or kind of like how I was saying that night I got to open for Ronson and AM at mansion. It was just, that was such like a life changing type of night. Yeah, like you have yeah. times where you feel like that happened. Uh, oh, for sure. I mean, there, there's definitely nights where you feel like things have improved a little bit or yeah. you've stepped up a little bit more, you know? Yeah. Um, there's been moments in my life where I feel like things have changed a little right. bit. You At know? each phase almost. Uh, right? As far as coming out here, what would have been one of those nights? I've definitely had nights where I felt like I've taken a step back too. Like I've oh, never been kicked off yeah. a set of turntables till I moved out here. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. When everybody was trying to get me on and, 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 a promoter would not know who I was, and they're like, "He's got to go." Oh my god! And I'm like, "Yo, I'm playing the same records." You know what I mean? And oh then you're yeah. Like, why am I even doing this? You know? Oh, I, I mean, I, I've been pulled, and it's the worst feeling ever because it has nothing to do really with what you're doing. Sometimes, but uh, it's the worst if you travel somewhere. I've been yeah. pulled off in Miami, New York, uh, Vegas, it's uh, terrible, a lot of the man. big cities, and I'm like, "Oh, that's the end of my career." Yeah, <laughs> like it, it's it, it's all it's all over. This is going to be the yeah. end. You know? It's crazy. Uh, it's, I know. it's it's definitely been little by little that you feel like there's things happening uh, yeah you know in, right. in in the sense that you're moving forward career-wise right even you know? djing for prince at high yeah. and going home that night yeah. probably like wow you know? all those little moments are are, are are dope now i feel like those moments happen few and far between because there's so many more people playing and yeah. so much so less attention to what you're doing as an artist that we're all trying to figure out, well, what's going to be the thing that sticks yeah. that makes people pay a little bit more attention. Yeah. You know? True. And everyone's so dedicated to looking for that thing, but no one really has the answer yet, you know? Right. So you're releasing edits or remixes or mixes or doing podcasts or posting this and posting that. And you're hoping that like someone's going to pay attention. And now there's so much content being put out that it's like, how do you stand out? Right. With everyone else. And that's what we're all trying to figure out. I know. Out, I know? mean, even with this podcast, I have some friends hitting me like, yo, man, sorry, I haven't listened to all the episodes or something. I'm like, I'm not expecting you. Right. You know what I mean? Like someone's going to listen to all the episodes and hey, right. whoever's listening right now, thank you so yeah, much. Indeed. And we appreciate it. But everybody, like you said, there's so much content coming right. out. You can't keep up on everything. Well, it, it, it's, it's, it's also short game versus long game, you know, like yeah. just because someone hasn't listened right 
at the moment that you dropped it doesn't mean that they won't discover it later on. And that could be the thing, you know, so for you, it's just, it's leaving a footprint that's going to be there again, well beyond you being there physically. Yeah. So, you know, that's what it's all about too. It's, it's, it's about legacy, you know what I mean? So in, in you recording mixes or putting up mixes or doing parties or, or, you know, just having experiences that you share with other people, it's, it's, putting something there that generations can go back to. Right. You know what I mean? And And I think it's just doing the work and doing what you're doing and what you like and not looking so much for the outcome every time. Exactly. And then judging yourself off the outcome. You know what I mean? I mean, there's definitely been nights that have done a lot more for me than I thought they would have done for me at that moment. Yeah. And there's moments that have done the opposite of that where, you know. You put uh, so much pressure on it and it didn't matter. Right. And, And you just get nothing from it yeah. or at least nothing visible comes from it at that moment. So it, it's, it, it's, it's hard. True. It's all part of building a big story. Yeah. You know, and every night counts, even the nights that you think don't count, you know, every, and, everything counts. Yeah. That's what I tell people. I mean, even if you're DJing in front of three people, you, yeah. you have that urge. Oh to yeah. Like I play it a hundred percent. But like time. exactly yeah. go in. You yeah. never yeah. know. I've gotten crazy gigs sometimes off yeah. that or not. I just feel good. So I have, a fun set that I just practiced and came up with during that time, you know, for me, I I enjoy playing and I enjoy playing the music and seeing the experience that the people get from it. Yeah. So for me, I never want it to feel like a job. And if it starts to feel like a job, it's my responsibility to reel it back in and find the enjoyment again, whether it's not worrying about how much I'm making per gig and just finding something fun to play. Yeah. Or just stepping away for a minute and finding the fun again. Because yeah. if it's just going to feel like a regular job that you dread going to, you're probably better off just going to get a job that you don't got to get on the plane and get to the car and right. get a few hours sleep or not get a few hours sleep. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, so. sometimes my highest paying gigs, I can feel so stressed out that it does feel like a job. I'm like, oh, thank God that's over. Yeah. And then sometimes just... I, ones that the money doesn't even matter i just want to do a great job you know it's yeah it's still definitely a blessing to be able to make a career from playing music and and just entertaining people 100 uh, you know it's it's our responsibility at our stage in the game to make sure that not only are we playing not necessarily playing physically but playing in the sense of business along with the new generation and the new rules but also keeping ourselves growing in yeah. in this business and looking for the next thing and, and staying on the cutting edge of everything, whether it's marketing or branding or in the sense of, you know, playing music, pro programming music, producing yeah. music, whatever it may be. So, yeah, I mean, it's 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 a never ending uh, learning experience. Right. And I think even within all of that, find out what you like, you know, like obviously we don't want to be promoters or whatever, but like, no, I, I, I tried that. I tried throwing parties and playing for them. And I, yeah, that I was so stressed out, not knowing if I was going to get paid a certain amount because people didn't show up. I'd like just being the one to play and control the environment after everyone else right. has done their own job. Yeah. You know what I but mean? But at the same time, as this evolves, we have to be able to do some of the other things, like you said, as it goes. And so maybe you find your own way to approach those yeah. things. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But same, I know it's like, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't rule any of it out, you know, I've, yeah. whether it's, you know, learning how to 
do design and are right. coming up with. I mean, it's all creative. You know, it's all yeah. it's, it's all part of the big creative of who you are as a brand because yeah. as you've grown in this business, you've become a brand that you need to push along. Exactly. You know? Yeah. And uh, and and it's about standing right. you, out. You, you know, can and, complain about it or yeah. do it. You know. No, I mean, it, again, we've gotten this far, but at the same time, a lot of positives have come from it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you've yep. been able to do things that maybe you would not have done years ago when we were just in a dark corner playing right. out of our crater records. Yeah. You know, the fun is still there. Sometimes you just have to dig it up a little bit, yeah. you know, to find it. So, And I yeah, think man. like in anything, it can fade away and you have to find a way to bring it back. You know, it's, it's always going to, I mean, you know. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure every walk of life and every business, there's people that, you know, yep. they enjoy what they love, but there's days that they dread it. And that's totally yeah. fine. It's just, you know, again, you have to find a way to enjoy this yes. or it's just going to eat away at you to the point that you're going to wind up just imploding on yourself. You yeah, know what I mean, it's true. And I don't, I don't want to have that hate relationship with this. No, because I've loved it for so long. You yeah, know what I mean, so. Yeah. Yeah, 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 you find it. I think that's what we were talking about with dynamics last week that. Um, with the Beat Junkies Institute, teaching people, seeing the youth get that feeling that you had, you yeah. know, it yeah. it can give you the same feeling inside. You find what you want to give back and what you want to show people, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's that's also a big part of it too. If you just take everything from it and don't give back to it, yeah, you know, you're you're not doing it right. Right. You know, the whole point is to give back as well as take. You yes. Know? You can't just be the one that, I mean, just like any friend friendship, if you're the friend that just constantly takes and you offer nothing back, we don't really have a good friendship anymore. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you have to treat it that, that way too. This community uh, has taken care of us and it's, it's only right we do the same. And yeah. at the same time, it'll help you as you go further on because you don't know what any of that younger generation is going to become as they grow. Yeah. You know, not everybody is going to continue to make the 20 year run that we've made but some will right. some may move into being owners or, or you know uh, being uh, people that are in charge of bringing in talent and if they have a relationship with you because you looked out for them that may be a gig that you you know get later on in life that you didn't even know was going to happen yeah versus being a dude or the girl that doesn't offer anything back and they're like yo well they, they didn't do anything for me I got no reason to do anything for them so right you know, yeah, man, that's true. Indeed. Um, each yo, one, teach one. You know? Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. it's like a long relay race or whatever. We're all handing it Indeed. off, you know, and, and that's what life is. Just yeah, trying that discovery. The it's a marathon. The yeah, it's a marathon. I mean, it's, and it's that curiosity. It leads to the, the discovery. Yeah. It yeah. leads to the sharing with people and, yeah. you know, just like anything else. You know, it's, it, it's, it's, it's definitely difficult in this day to stay in touch with everybody. I mean, yeah. You and I have been talking for several hours today, but we don't talk this often on the yeah. regular. I have a circle. You have a circle. You work. I work, whatever yeah. the case is. And, I, you know, I try to stay in touch with people as often as I can. But, you know, again, there's only so much that you can absorb from this phone and, right. and, and what goes on on it. And seeing everybody in person and having a discussion in person is way better than doing this thing on this phone. Oh, my God, yeah. But because of life and all the other things, we don't get to be in front of each other that often. So to be able to right. do this off of this was really dope. Yeah, you know what I the mean? best. I love so, it. Yeah. I know. Um, oh, yeah, man. Yo, a couple questions and then we'll get out of sure, here. Sure. But uh, what was like... 
your first DJ setup? Like, how did you get into it? Or what was your first kind of experience with either getting your own or yeah. using someone's? Like, did you have some crappy setup? Yeah, or? of course. I mean, <laughs> you know, the, the, the beginning, the very beginning, uh, was I'm sure you've had one of these. You know that little toy that uh, had farm animals and it had the little yeah. arrow and you turned and it? you could turn it and it would do a different beat. Right. Well, it played sounds. It oh, was, oh yeah, yeah. Another, no, right? I know what you mean. Yeah, okay. It goes so move. I noticed that you can scratch on that. Yes, I used to do that when I was a little kid too. Right. That's so I'm so like, funny. oh man, this noise. It, it was really like um, almost like you'd pull the string and, and the, it, it would have yes. an arrow and yes. it would point around. Yes. So that it started there, That's which is amazing. really funny, right? Yeah. And then my parents had a turntable in the house and I destroyed all their records and stuff like that. <laughs> uh, on their like wood console stereo system, right? The actual D- DJ equipment came around eleven ish, uh, where I don't know, like in hip hop and back then, you had to find a place. You either you 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 rhymed, you broke, you know, you 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 were a break dancer, you graffitied, or you spun. DJing seemed like something I really wanted to do from all those years. So we just started to ask around and one person's older brother had a turntable in the closet they weren't using. Another one, we found another one. We found a mixer. I had stereo equipment. We had one good turntable, one bad turntable. Me and my little crew gathered our money up, got records. For whatever reason, my left hand on the turntable was the stronger hand. My other homie, his right hand was the stronger hand. So we'd have to switch the good turntable from time to time. Right. And then eventually, fast forward to 97, I got my own equipment after I graduated and my entire family pitched in and got me two tech 12s and the Gemini mixer. Oh, that's amazing. And, uh, you know, prior to that, I would use other friends equipment to record mixtapes or someone got like a little bit better equipment. I would use it. I would record mixtapes on it. And then I, when I had to give it back, I would rhyme because I I had a rap group at the time. Yeah. So it would go back and forth. And then while the mixtape was there, I would dub the mixtape and sell, sell the mixtape around to all the homies and bring them to school. And, you know, and then eventually when, when I would have to give the turntables back, I'd, work more on rhymes and we would go to shows and do shows and stuff like that. So 97, I get, I get to turn tables and now it's time for me to make a choice. And I just decide that D DJing seems like a, 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 a better move for me. Yeah. You know? So then I just push forward with that. Now I have turntables and I have a small collection of records and it's the only turntables I've ever owned and still the turntables that are with me. Crazy. I have today, mine too. Yeah, yeah. 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 So that's pretty much how, how that happened. And at that point I just never looked back. I went to college for a year, dropped out of college cause I knew this is what I wanted to do. Uh huh. And just worked my way through the Philly scene, and I went to auditions. Just would go out. Like, how'd you get your first gig? Just Uh, going out. I the first club gig I got, I think, as a referral, and I had to audition. And you show up, and you just play for like thirty, forty minutes. Yeah. For these club owners that they're deciding whether or not they like what you're playing. And I had to do that several times around it's like American Idol. Yeah, yeah. But it was fun too because yeah. you know you 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 don't know, and it's now it's really up to talent. Yeah. And of course, I'm sure it's up to look a little bit, but I mean, you know, I was in super baggy clothes. Yeah. And I, you know what I thought was fly me have not even fly to them. <laughs> uh, but you know, I showed up and played, and and they were like, all right, cool, we'll we'll be in touch. And then I get the call, and you got the gig, and then you, that's your gig every that's week. It. Yeah. And then eventually, you build up uh, a name around town. And then that name kind of precedes itself. And then you start to get at, they come to find you for gigs. Right. Or you connect with promoters and stuff like that. So yeah. that's kind of how I did it all, all throughout the years. That's how I got hired doing radio as well. Uh-huh. It's because I was doing all the radio uh, gigs, but I wasn't working for the radio. 
Oh. And the program director was like, why are you, I've seen you three times this week doing album release parties, but you don't work for us. Why? And I was like, I, I don't know. And, and the older homie, Jay Ski, that I would go follow around town, he worked for the station. So he was the co-sign to be like, oh, yeah, it's time. You need to get him. And he oh, was like, wow. I'll call you tomorrow. They call me tomorrow. And that's how I get the gig being on radio for my first time. Like, and officially. were you on for a long time? I was on for a, a, a few years on one station, a few years on another station. And I would broadcast live from the club, which was amazing. Oh, wow. So now I'm just getting to do what I would do anyway. But on the radio for three, four hours at a time. And That's I'm getting amazing. paid from one and paid from the other. And yeah. it, it, it was dope. I mean, at that point, that was the moment where I was like, yo, I've officially made it. Right. That like sounds I, like it. Like, yeah. like that was the defining moment where it, it felt like I actually made a, a break through the wall. Yeah. You know? And it was really dope, you that know, is dope. And, and, and it's super exciting to be able to be on radios in town and all that other yeah. stuff. Prior to that, just hearing your mixtape in a passing car was enough. Oh, it was crazy. I mean? Yeah. So, you know, it's those simple little moments that it's hard to get that again. Yeah. Because of the way things are now. You yeah. Know? That's so, amazing. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's pure. That's all. It and is. and little did you know back then what would be happening, no. you know, from then you're like, this is it. I made it. Yo, and I then, promise you, know. you, man, a year prior to me moving out of Philly, I would have swore up and down to you. I'm never leaving Philly. Yeah. I just got to a point where I just felt like if I didn't make a move, then I wasn't going to be able to continue doing this. And everything yeah. I've ever done has been with the sole purpose of me being able to continue doing something that I love, that I've just followed it all throughout life. Right. You know, and still at the same point, like, you know, I had this discussion with another homie is that it's turned into the wild west where a lot of the rules that we were raised on in this culture have been gone. Yeah. But at the same time, we still live by some of those rules, at least the rules that we can keep up, you know, yep. respect yeah. to another and so so forth and so on, where you don't want to give those up completely. But again, we're in the Wild West. So it's like, you know, I'm doing as much as I can do to live by the guidelines that I know is right by the culture. But at the same time, I'm playing a different game now. So it's, yeah. That's very true. It's wild, man. That is yeah. very true. Indeed. Indeed. Yeah. That's crazy. So, um do you have anything like do you want to talk about like to promote i know you just did um you're on the rich group right yeah yeah shout, shout out to, to them yeah shout to everyone on the rich group yeah, all yeah. amazing djs shout yeah. to lewis rich indeed um you guys do this thing called the money mix yeah so we just we just and you're the latest one 2020 right yeah, i started so, listening to it whatever that thanks, man. blend in the beginning was oh super the gunner joint what the hell was that it's uh jengi i believe I'll, I'll, it was I'll, like a I'll disco edit it's with, so wild but it works <laughs> it was so good yeah as far as doing the money mix, uh, you know, I try to, when I do them, uh, and I'm sure everybody does the same, same thing, but yeah. like I tried to keep it as cool as possible, but also knowing that the main purpose is it's a display of, you know, what goes on in the club. So you yeah. don't want to keep it too heady, but I want to be able to. Right, but you're on the mix. It, it was right. cool for me to start it out like that. And it made me be like, okay, I'm listening That's to this That's the main shit. concern is I want to know that my peers dig it. The younger generation digs it. Maybe a club promoter or a manager yeah. that, you know, just puts, puts it on that may not be as plugged into music yeah. as possible as we are, but they also dig it too, right? Yeah. So I try to pick those records and it's a 30 minute mix so you have right. to be very strategic very fast, in how yeah. you put the music through right so starting with something like that was really dope the other thing really just pushing for me is uh 
the Mixcloud page full of mixes, which is just Mixcloud uh, slash DJ XL. Okay. Uh, the app that I have for iPhone and Android, which has all the mixes on it as well. Okay. Uh, and oh, so you yeah. got your own app. Yeah, I think so. Find them on their app store. Yeah. Look up DJ XL. And what's your Instagram? Uh, also DJ XL. Okay. So okay. again, everything is on this social media page. There'll be new merch coming out, new shirt, new hat. Actually, that I'm doing soon, which I'll Tight. put up for everybody, and I'll make sure to get you one. Okay. Please. And um, yeah, you know, just I'll see you guys at the party. You know? All right, dope. Yeah. And then I I had put on Instagram earlier. We got to get out of here. We don't want to get parking tickets, but uh, <laughs> um. I'd ask people to ask questions. So just yeah. a real quick, a bunch of people wrote things in. And so funny. someone wrote auto gain on I or do off. not use auto gain at all. I've never okay. used it. I think controlling the gain by yourself is better. I think we talked about this too, is yep. that sometimes you have situations where it either uh, has something too hot or too low. And yeah, I, yeah, I, I think you're, there's no reason to, to use it unless Serato says otherwise, but okay. I, I've never used it. All right. So DJ Mackey, thanks for writing it. Yeah. Yeah. Auto gain off. Okay, one more person wrote Sup with white artists doing reggaeton, aka Bieber. Okay, that's uh, well, controversial. Again, that that goes that, back to us saying it's the Wild West and all the rules are off now. Right, and know? wasn't the song called Sorry? So I think he's apologizing to you right there. I I, I don't know, man. I mean, like you know, uh, Drake kind of anybody could do anything. Well, no, of course. I mean, Drake kind of covered that in his rap radar thing because people were giving him a hard time about yeah. all the like patois yep, and all the other stuff. Exactly. And, and for him, I mean, his excuse, I guess was sufficient enough for some maybe not sufficient yeah. for others right uh i don't know it's it, it's all entertainment and yeah. if we really want to go back and start doing uh authenticity check on everything we're going to find out that a lot done. of people are totally exactly so you know with bieber it really just depends how you feel about him as an artist yeah you know? yeah and, i agree uh, yeah i mean i think of course there's going to be some stuff he does that's super corny that we don't right. vibe off of but there's some stuff that's un undeniably good Sorry being a great record. Yeah, it's the, a great record. The Des, Despacito record, the people to yeah. ask that question to are the reggaeton artists that let him get yeah. on the record. And that you know? now they have the biggest song. Which so. I think maybe, I think, you know, in the sake of growing forward and expanding, they felt it was a good thing to do. I mean, I can't yeah. speak for them, but, you know, it, it, it worked. It's a record we still play, whether, yep. you know, we, we, we like it or not. Exactly. So, it's yeah. still in your your crate. It's, st- it's still in the crate. <laughs> you're not crate. It's in your still room. in the F, 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 FTW, you know? So, Ooh, yeah. I, got, I got parking meter alarms yeah. going off. Yo, DJ XL, check him out online. He just gave you all the info to find him. You can find me on there at DJ Spider on Instagram, just yeah. DJ S P I D E R. Hit me with some of your questions and people you want to hear on the show. Thank you so Dude, much. Thank you so much for, for having me, on. man. Shout to Di- Dynamics as well and yes. everybody that wrote in on the last one, the last episode when yep. we guys talked about this. And I hope you guys learned something or at least maybe it helps I you did. play a little bit better. So, yeah. yeah. But feel free to hit me on IG directly. I'll, you know, I'll answer all the questions. And yeah, I mean, you yeah. got to start a business doing that. Maybe if this D- DJ career doesn't work out, then I'll... <laughs> I'll get back in the I show think, and everybody. I think it's going to work out. Yeah. <laughs> All right. DJ XL coming on the 20 podcast. Yeah, Thank salute, you so salute. much. We got, I could have talked forever. So uh, Indeed, we'll man. do a part two sometimes. Yeah, for sure. Uh, the 20 podcast produced by Beat Source. That's right. Thank you, Beat Source. Join us next week for more interviews as we discuss music that matters to DJs. We'll see you Indeed. next time. I'm DJ Spider. Peace. Yeah.